Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the show. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with the menopause guru, Jean Andrus. Hello, Jean. Hi, Cassie. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I am fantastic. Awesome. Well, tell us something awesome. What's awesome right now in your world? What's awesome now in my world? Um, I just finished attending and paying attention to and being a part of the 50th Fest here in New Orleans. And I got to see some old friends and meet some new friends and just love this time of year in New Orleans. I love it. That's awesome. Um, so tell us, we know you're the menopause guru, but tell us what your superpower is. My superpower is I help women tame the annoying symptoms of menopause. So whatever is bugging them, um, a lot of times they don't even know it's menopause and I help them understand it and make it go away. Cool. I love it. Uh, so give us like, how might someone, because I know, um, from working with you, like there's a menopause journey, right? Right. And so how might somebody, if they don't know, like if they're not having hot flashes, but some other weird things started happening, how could they figure out if this is sort of part of their menopause journey or if it's something else? Well, I, and it's kind of interesting because I was talking with somebody on, on Facebook this morning about this. And that is that our our doctors, our general practitioners, and sometimes even our gynecologists aren't aware of all the things that go into menopause. So uh, first thing you can do is go out to my website, menopause.guru, and go to slash symptoms and download my list of symptoms, which I update us when I find new ones, by the way. <laughs> and that'll tell you some of the things that are associated with the hormonal changes of menopause. And the, what I say to everyone is, if you are over 40, and for some women it starts even earlier in their late 30s, and weird things keep happening, check in to whether or not this is your hormones starting to change. Because the common symptoms and the symptoms that are gynecologists and that we've known about for years and years and years are really the ones that come up in late perimenopause. Much starts way longer before that. It can be up at, up to 10 or 12 years before your periods start going wonky uh, that you actually start experiencing some of the symptoms of the hormonal changes. So I say that if you're having a symptom, go to my website, get the symptom list, see if it's there. And if it's there, then you can go talk to your doctor about it, but you can also say, hey, maybe this is something having to do with hormonal changes in menopause. I am in my 40s after all. And the cool thing about that is some of the symptoms that are scary, like heart palpitations, don't have to be quite so scary if you think of them as symptoms of menopause. 
Absolutely. Cool. I love it. And we'll probably talk more about that later. Uh, so what's been up in the last 30 days in your business? So I'm actually going to start here. What do you think is the biggest change in the last 30 days in terms of who you are and who you're being in your business? I am more relaxed. Mm. I am both more relaxed and more open to saying who I am and what I do, which is kind of a contradiction in terms, but uh, somewhere along the line, I realized I wasn't, I wasn't owning who I was and what I did and my superpower. And so I've decided to own that. Mm -hmm. I've decided to say to the people that I talk with all the time, um, just, just in random posts or random walking out into the, to the universe. I, that this is what I do and this is how I help people and help women in particular, but also they're men because it's a whole lot easier to, if they're women are happier. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I, in not owning it, I think I was, oddly enough, it was making it more frantic for me. So I wasn't able to relax because I wanted to help people, but how can you help people if they don't know what you do? Right. And so it was like this big catch 22. Well, yeah, because you had this invisible barrier of like, I want to help people, I want to help people, but then there was this block, right? And you there was, it's frantic because there's, there was almost no way to do it. Virtually no way to do it. There are a few cool people got in, right? Have gotten in, yeah. Yeah. but that requires a lot of work. I'm excited to talk about even 30 days from now, how much easier they come in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that's been the big change in the last 30 days since we last talked has been this decision to step forward, to own it and to stop being, I, I guess, keep thinking of the, you know, the anonymous on, on the web, who's, you know, under that mask. <laughs> you don't know who he is. So he doesn't mean much. Right. And you're, you're definitely probably not going to go talk to him about some very personal weird symptoms that are coming up after you turn 40, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For sure. Uh, right. So in practical terms, let's talk about, you just put up a Facebook post. And before we even say that, I want to say, and I want you to talk, like all of this has been a journey and a process. And it doesn't mean that anything we've done to this point it's all a been getting you here, right? You know, we've, we've had this conversation. It's been do this, but like there was just something that said, Oh yeah, I'm going to own it now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it doesn't take away from everything we've already done. It's only going to make that work better. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think, um, I own that I'm the slow learner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I sit there and I watch some of the people in the group and they're like flying in three months. And I'm like, how come it took me so long? And I think I'm just, I'm just more stubborn than they are. (laughs) Oh, do you want to hear my take as a, as a LOA coach on that? Sure. (laughs) You're just becoming. 
Like I, when we have this interview a year from now or two years from now, it will be in between you traveling on like and being on stage at something or you speaking at some big conference or, you know, speaking to older women, whatever it is, there's actually a conference in Denver that I keep hearing this ad for that I think of you. Um, (laughs) But it, you, it's like you, you'll be speaking there and it won't, all of the work that we did and the quote unquote slow learner was just becoming, and we all become different pieces at a time. So some people can own in the beginning. Yeah, this is who I am. And they can shout it from the mountaintops, but the other things that you've been working on take them longer for you. We put all the places and it makes perfect sense. And it will, as it unfolds, I'm I'm actually really excited about this because as (laughs) as the next months unfold, like we have set up so much awesome that now that you're ready to shout it, everything's in place. Jean has set up everything for the windfall, for the, oh my gosh, all these clients are coming in. Oh my gosh, all these people are signing up. You have set everything up for, um, it's, to move these people through, to support them, like to support them as they get ready. You've set everything up so that you are ready to maybe get asked randomly to go on a big talk show and then have this huge following, right? This, this huge amount of people come because it's all set up because we've been working to set your business up as your future self and your future self is no longer writing emails. She just has a system and she is a system that says, okay, I teach you this, this month, I teach you this, this month, I teach you this next month. And when I hit the thing that you need support on, you come see me when you want more. Right. And so all we've been doing is setting up for that, what I'm going to call a windfall or that big moment. Right. Yes. We've just been creating what has to happen in order for these other things to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, I'm excited. And it's, it is so exciting. I think um, this morning I was scripting and what I realized as I was scripting was, you know, if, if you take five years in the future and five years in the future, right after Jazz Fest, I'll be packing to go to New Hampshire for the summer. And so that became part of my script this morning because I know that, you know, now is the time of the year when it starts getting hot and Jesse's in five years, Jesse will be fully retired, my husband. And we just take off for New Hampshire. So it's like, I know all of this is part of who I am and what, what I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And it's really super exciting to see how that all works out. Yes. Oh, and I, so I have a question about, about scripting and being and seeing. Is it easier now? Like you just talked about like, the way that you described packing for New Hampshire is it's inevitable. Yes. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's <laughs> it's inevitable it right after, right after jazz fest. Right. It's just what happens. I don't think that's what it felt like two years ago. No. Yeah. No. And Jesse retired and uh, this whole feeling of, you know, he's going to go take care of all of the little bits and pieces and I'm going to see my clients this morning and that's just how our life works out. Um, it was really clear to me in that script that we had basically, I had reorganized all my clients and we went 
seven or eight days to jazz fest, whatever they want to have <laughs> by then. Yeah. And that that was just the way our lives worked and that we just enjoyed ourselves. And if, you know, if it was raining one day, maybe we didn't go, but it was just, it's just how life is. And that mm-hmm. it just feels so much more real. Yes. And that's this, like, that's when it becomes, and there's no way to, it just takes practice and continually stepping into beingness and doing the things that need to be done. Like we just talked about setting your business up in a certain way so that that's, of course, that's what happens. And there's no, there's no way to rush that belief and that knowing, but it just comes from continually practicing and doing the next step and the next step and scripting and scripting and scripting. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I love it. Um, And so you already. Can you say one more thing about that? Of course. You can say anything you want about that. So I, I think the other thing is, and this happened to me in the last two weeks. um, There was a may, something that would have felt catastrophic and a big, huge setback and pretty awful at the time. And it did, I I will say that for the first three hours of it, it was pretty awful. Um, My husband was rear-ended by a 18 wheeler. And when it happened, it was really hard. And then all of a sudden my future self took over and she said, wait a minute, you've been looking for a way to get him to semi-retirement and this may just be it. And all you have to do is trust that the universe has your back and that this is going to work out exactly the way it's supposed to. And I just, I, I just took a big leap of faith that this is exactly where we need to be. And I truly believe that. I don't know quite how it's going to work out. And I like that. I like that it's five years in the future because you don't have to worry some, if I were scripting the next three months, that would have thrown me off Mm -hmm. because it, it would be, well, I didn't script that he was going to get hit by a truck and um, his car was, the truck was hit by a truck. Um, But I wouldn't have thought of that as a way to get to, I would have been too, too concerned with the how. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And five years out, it's not concerned with the how. It's 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 already here. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry how you're going to get there. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love. I I can hear in your voice an owning of this in a whole new level, which is so fun for me as your coach. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So I want to. Yeah, we're going to come back to something, but I want to talk about how is where you are right now and how you're talking about things and seeing things in the future and accepting them as inevitable. How is that different? Because you were a person who before me had, um, I can't remember how you say it, but you had broken the law of attraction, right? (laughs) And it wasn't working for you. And so what's the difference in who you are that is creating everything you want versus who you were then? I think the person I was then was looking at every, first of all, I was looking at things in a short-term uh, 
outcome. Mm -hmm. So if I said, you know, you get the, I, I would read these things like go manifest a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. free cup of coffee. Well, if I didn't manifest it that day, then I wasn't do. I was obviously not doing something right. But if I had said, well, you know, I, Hard to, hard to describe, but the year, the year and a half ago when I manifested $100,000 in about four or five months that mm -hmm. had, like, I had no idea was coming into me in that, in that way, um, that was true manifestation, whereas this, this parlor trick, can I say it, of, sure. you know, manifesting a cup of coffee or, um, it, it puts you too much in a, you did it right, you did it wrong kind of framework. And for me, um, where I live by doing it right, sorry, that's just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up that way. I, I have to do things, quote, right. Um, it was very discouraging to say, oh, I'm going to manifest a free cup of coffee. I'm going to walk out here and see where my free cup of coffee is today. And then it didn't show up. But I may have manifested, um, I don't know, I might have manifested 10 bucks on the ground or uh, something something else that was totally awesome. But to I buy your own coffee? You know, like <laughs> 10 bucks on the ground would buy you and a friend coffee, right? Right. <laughs> or I might have simply manifested a great coffee date with a friend where I picked up the check. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't see was this manifestation of other amazing things. And I think now I am more open to saying, universe, I trust you. You're going to do what I need right now in my life and see and watch for what happens out of that. So it's, I think I broke the law of attraction by trying to make it too specific. Yeah. Well, I think you also brought a, a good point. So I want to ask you another question. So now you're sort of trusting the universe to do its job and you're doing your job, right? Right. And so right. what's so the difference? Yeah. So I take the step that I see as the next best step to take, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's filming a video or putting out a Facebook post or stopping and really listening to what somebody is saying to me so that I can have a meaningful conversation with them. And I trust that that's going to do exactly what I need it to need to have happen, whether that's for a client to walk in my front door through a Reiki session or whether that means that somebody will, um, hear that and have exactly what they need to know or that um, I don't know that some long lost aunt dies and leaves me five million dollars <laughs> right you know, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I mean it could be that my husband stops today on the way home and picks up a lottery ticket and it wins yes. or it could be that something else happens and money shows up or life shows up for me in a, in a way that it just needs to show up. And 
so it's that trust that everything is is where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does, I mean, if you were to explain it to someone in a law of attraction, like what's happening, what does that, why does it work better now? It works better now because my expectations are both larger and less distinct. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It's like, they're not, they're not looking for, you know, if I go and find a dime on the ground, I, I think one of the things I talked about a long time ago was the the day I manifested forty dollars and none of it was mine. Yeah, <laughs> in your hotel room. Yes, <laughs> but it wasn't man. I wasn't necessarily manifesting it for me, but it, there it was, and yeah. so it was. It's like I I simply have to trust that the best possible things are coming true. Ooh, I love that. I trust the best possible things are coming true. Would you say long time ago, Jean would say, I can't trust I have to make it happen? Yeah, that's pretty much me. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. (laughs) Now it's, now I still, I mean, like I said, I still have my, my moments of that. Um, fortunately she didn't have to just go completely away, but she, you know, that old time me has been supplanted by someone who says, um, if you had tried to manifest your best possible life for 63, 15 years ago when I was, well, you know, 15 years ago when I was still married and, uh, to my first husband and living in New Hampshire, it would not have included Jazz Fest. It would not have included this amazing house that I have here in New Orleans. It would not have manifested, it would not have included whitewater kayaking and mountain bike riding and running half marathons. It would have included more of what it what was, but more of what was wasn't in the cards for me. And so by saying by looking here and saying, wow, this is where you are now. And it wouldn't have happened if you had had complete control over everything. Yes. I love it. Wow. (laughs) It wouldn't. I mean, honestly, um, the day that I spent, you know, crying my eyes out on a plane to Belize after just having lost my marriage of 27 years, that person would not, would not have chosen this life. Right. But this life is amazing. And I've done more with what I, with what I do now and more with who I am now than I could have ever done as her. Oh, so good. Yeah. But it certainly wasn't, honestly, it wasn't what I would have scripted. Right. (laughs) Right. But um, even if you had scripted then, even in the depths, right, you would have scripted just because you would have scripted the relationship. You would have been trying to get your ex back probably. Um, Maybe, maybe not. Right. 
but you, <laughs> but you would have, I believe you get it. And you got to tell me if I'm wrong here, but you would have been scripting Jesse and that relationship. It just, you would have thought it was going to be your ex and that's what you would have been trying to do. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think if I were, if I were scripting then, well, if, if I'm scripting now, there's still that, you know, Jesse is still part of it. Um, Mm -hmm. There's some, there's some realities there, but I think now I realize that there is, it took you a long time to to convince me to drop the details. (laughs) (laughs) We had a big fight over that one too. (laughs) But I was, you know, I was doing the standard LOA. Well, put in all the details, make it feel real, make it feel. And now I just, I woke up, I heard the birds. And it's sort of, uh, yeah, it's still this house that I, that I see in my imagination, but I do realize that it could be something else. It could be something different. Hopefully, wow. it's still there. <laughs> of course, it's still there. Well, and if it's not that house, I would say this is going to be fun to see how it plays out. It's just a better version of that. It's just a bigger yard and a bigger pool and more space to entertain and yeah. maybe a more open floor plan for when your clients come over or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah. Because it's just more of what's good and by loving floors up in our bedroom (laughs) yes of course right um oh i had a really um a question i wanted to ask you what did you say oh letting go of the details i think what you mean is um and i want you to clarify right the details you meant like i love waking up in belize right and what i want you to say is that kind of the details we're talking about no i think it was when i was first writing it i was doing going back to some of the loa stuff i had read and i would write i am waking up in belize under the white cotton sheets and a beautifully embroidered tapestry bedspread with the rattan mats on the floor and i would go on and on and on and on and yes. on yes and now it's i woke up Right. And I heard the birds. And what's the difference in what, what difference does that make in terms of the feeling? Well, I think there's less desperation in it. Yeah. How come? Because I don't have to make it. I don't have it. I could, I could write that about anything. I could one for a while I was scripting about a trip to Scotland and I could write that. I woke up, I heard the birds and they're the seagulls, you know, crying outside the window. I woke up and I heard the birds. It could be the crazy tropical birds in Belize, or it could be the crazy tropical birds in some place I've never been, or it could be the, the silly wren that is nesting in my light fixture, or it could be the cardinals up in new England, or it could be, any birds anywhere that just tell me that it's a wonderful morning and I'm going to have a fabulous day. Right. And when you start your script and you know, I'm waking up in Scotland and you say, I hear the birds, your brain automatically hears the seagulls. Yeah. Right. And when you're scripting someplace else and you write that, 
your brain hears whatever birds there are, right? And how old are monkeys and bullies? (laughs) Right. And the monkeys. I love it. Yes. And so that's the difference, right? Is that's the, um, and I love that we get to talk about this because our listeners are going to get so much out of it as well, is that that's the being, right? It's the trusting enough to say, I heard the birds and letting your brain fill in. Oh, we're in Scotland. It's seagulls. And it's probably going to be a little rainy today. And it's probably this or that, right? And I think the other cool thing about it is that if you have to make all those descriptions, then you're doing it for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So if I say I woke up, I heard the birds and I, and I were just doing that in a journal on the day at night, I know what birds I'm listening to. I don't have to describe it because they're the birds I hear every day. Yes. I love having you as a client. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really do. And I want to, um, I want to talk about a way back piece of evidence that we may or may not have talked about in an interview before, but we're talking about the birds. And I remember when you first, like I got you to let go, right? Cause some of your first scripts were very, like they were that tapestry. It wasn't, it didn't happen to be Belize, but it was somewhere else. And they were very much like that. Right. Yeah. And the curtains were blowing this very certain way, you know, like everything, <laughs> right. The way the wood well, was I am a writer too. You, yeah. And, um, but um, the the birds became like the thing, and that I think that is the first thing that you really got and owned and trusted, or however we want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. And you were doing it, and then all of a sudden, for no reason, no discussion with Jesse, he made his alarm birds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And it is, it is true that it's very hard to hear the birds in our bedroom because the air conditioner, we, I run an air conditioner in the, a window unit in, up there. So you, it's hard to hear the birds. And all of a sudden, I, I was hearing birds in the morning, every morning. <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh, I manifested the birds. Right, here they are, right? No matter which I think in a lot of ways, that maybe you didn't even consciously knew built your trust muscle because it just showed up so randomly. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So let's talk a little bit more about how you're showing up. I gave you, so you like now you're just posting freely and you're being who you are, right? Mm -hmm. And what, what kept you from doing that before? Uh, couple of things not so much as on my menopause guru page because that's just been a matter of trying to figure out what how to talk to my audience Mm -hmm. and you know we would I would try something and it wouldn't work and I would try something else and it wouldn't work and I'd go back and we'd tinker and then I'd put some stuff out for a while and blah but on my own page there are, you know, I, it's not, you know, I have not maxed out at 5,000 yet, but um, I have 1,800 or so, quote, friends on Facebook, and many of them are old 
long ago friends and high school friends and college buddies and people I've met over the years. And I feel like I, I was feeling like I didn't want, how to say it? I was hiding that this is what I do because I didn't want them to think I was marketing to them, blah, blah, blah. And so now I have to, now I just have to come to a more um, balanced approach where I can say what I do and say, this is what I am have happening in, in that part of my world, as well as still commenting on their grandbabies, po their pictures of their grandbabies or talks about a high school reunion or whatever it is, and be able to negotiate both worlds and not have them so separate. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a underlying fear of a lot of people is like, I will lose whatever X is for you, it was commenting on grandbaby pictures, right? I will lose that part of my life when I become fully the menopause guru or whatever, whoever's listening wants to become, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, and there is a part of me that doesn't want to be as Jean Andrus, just the menopause guru. So it, it, it's the, part of me that says okay you need the balance you need to be able to post the picture of uh jazz fest or the picture of the grandbaby or the dog or whatever it is and what you're doing and also tell people this is what i do and this is how i help because that's important it is important and i think that there is just something because that's what i see all famous not all most famous people do um the person who comes most to mind you're gonna laugh when i say it uh in terms of this is shamar moore if you watch <laughs> his instagram feed which i do uh oh, i've got to get on instagram <laughs> if he's got an instagram feed. oh my gosh it is amazing and it's one of the best as you were saying that it's the best example of he puts on his music and gets a drink and <laughs> has his his lady cups with his lady parts on them and his video, like he is who he is. And at the same time he promotes SWAT, you know, like it's, it really is like, Hey, this is what I do. And this is what I love. And this is how I impact the world and, and all these things, but it's both right. It's him at the pool and in his backyard, which is amazing. Like every day and like all that. And Hey, I'm on SWAT. Hey, there's a new episode. Hey, here's behind the scenes. Here's this, here's that. And yeah. for those of you listening, Cassie and I have had many discussions about Shamar <laughs> <laughs> since we both have an, a fond appreciation of him. Right. We are, we are in the baby girl club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I love it. And so when you, when you finally, because I think there's a, we can't let go and even in the menopause guru page, I don't think you could be fully seen until you could be fully seen on your own page as the menopause guru. I think so. For the opposite and equal reasons, right? And so what recently happened? You just put up a post. I put up a post and I didn't even, I, I mean, it was like a weird time of day and it was a weird, uh, a weird day. And I got 
two people signing up for, for the the newest version of the cleanse. And just without boosting it, without saying anything, it just happened. And I had a whole bunch of people like the picture, um, which is one of my favorites, actually. Yes. <laughs> and it just, it just felt so easy. And I just shared it on my own page. And it's feeling more like this is what I just have, to, I just want to do. I not have to, but what I want to do is to say to people, this is who I am and this is what I do. And the more I do that, the easier it is to not be the person I don't want to be and not be the person that doesn't do that. Ah, that's genius. If you didn't <laughs> miss it, that being the person that you want to be, who wants to share makes it a lot easier to not be who you don't want to be. Exactly. I love that. And, and so we did a little math. I had challenged you in our last coaching session. I said for May, um, which we're recording this in May. And I had said, I want you to challenge yourself. I want your intention to be a hundred people in the cleanse this month, a hundred people without boosting a post, without doing any of those things. Like just, Oh, you said I could boost a few posts. Oh, I did say you could (laughs) boost a few. I gave you a a limited budget. That's right. You're right. (laughs) Um, and this morning we were talking and you said, yeah, I got two people from that one post. So if I do 10 posts a week, you know, that's 20 people, five, that's a hundred a month right? You just said, you said like, that's 20 people a week. And I said, which is about a hundred a month, which is right there. What seemed like a big challenge a week ago, especially when I said, you know, limited boosting budget. Uh, cause you a hundred percent believe you could do that if you, you know, put unlimited funds to it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But just by being there a week ago, there was a little hesitation in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just by being, I was going to negotiate this week, by the way. Oh, you were? <laughs> I love it. I was going to negotiate another 50% of that budget, but I don't think I need it. You don't. And how come? <laughs> because the person I am simply attracts the people who need to work with me. Yes. Say it again so everyone can hear that. The person I am attracts the people who need to work with me. Yep. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what does that change? What does knowing and owning that statement change about your life and your business? I don't have to worry. Yeah. I don't have to worry because whatever needs to happen to make the money work Mm -hmm. and whatever needs to happen to make the business work, it'll happen. Yes. And what do you think is going to fill that space where there once was worry? Fun. Yay! (laughs) Jazz fest, hanging out with friends. I love it. Mardi Gras. Yes, which I think a while ago, or maybe not not distant future, was this fear underlying that if I get too big, I won't be able to have fun. There was was a few days or more than a few where there was like, oh my God, can I make, make the money I want to make and still go and parade for Mardi Gras and go to jazz fest and go visit my, my grandson. I'm not, you know, 
a lot of people my age, in fact, my mother had retired by the time she was my age. Mm -hmm. And so this commitment to continuing to build this business, there were times when I was like, is this really what you want to do? And I didn't know how I was going to make it all work, but there were times when I said, well, maybe not. And, but I think what I realized, realizing now is that what I do, what I choose to do with my time, as long as I do it with this feeling that if, that it will reach the people that it needs to reach, I think it's much easier to say, well, you can have all of the things that you want right now. Yes. Yes. And I want to put, just put it into a little formula for anyone who's listening, right? The trust lessens the worry and what fills the space that the worry was is the other stuff that you want. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I love it. So what advice would you give, um, to someone who's struggling in their business, what would you tell them? Well, first of all, I tell them to work with you, hands down. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Because honestly, no, I'm going to go a little further with that because I think that we can't, we get in our own way so much. Mm -hmm. So if you are not working, if you're out there and struggling and not working with a coach, Find the coach that resonates with you. Find the coach that won't let you stay comfortable in the things that you are doing now. And if you are running from coach to coach to coach looking for the magic bullet, the magic bullet isn't in in the outside person. It's in you. And it's finding the coach that's going to dig down and find that magic bullet for you, which is by the way, not really a magic bullet, but we can talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's the person who won't, who pursues you and says, you need to follow this down to the depths and, and be the person that can be, that can do your business. I don't know. That's probably, I, a lot of that was coming at as I was saying it, so it may not be real clear, but it's, it's finding a coach who's going to put you in the place where you have to discover who you are. Oh, that is brilliant. Um, and on that note, just remind everyone where they can connect with you. They can connect with me on Facebook. I'm menopause guru, all one word. Um, that is my page and you can find me online at menopause.guru or if you can't remember that, you can do menopauseguru.com and it will redirect you. I love it. Thank you so much, Jean, for sharing this part of your journey. I am super excited to see the rest of this story unfold because I already know it's awesome. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I love it. Thank you all for listening and make sure to come back and see what else is awesome in Jean's life in our next interview. Have a fabulous rest of your day. I love helping people manifest money. 
Because when you're learning to use the law of attraction, money is such a great tool. It gives such instant feedback. There's so many opportunities to see how the energy is flowing through you and where you might be getting tripped up or not allowing it to come in. So if you've had trouble manifesting in the past, you might want to use money as a way to learn how to use the law of attraction. Now, I have helped thousands of people manifest millions of dollars using my system Manifest 10K. And now I would love to invite you to join me complimentary and pay based on your success. You heard me right. You can join, get access to my very successful program, the Enchanted Circle, and most of all, my coaching for when you get stuck. And then you can pay me 10% of what you manifest after you're successful. If this sounds good to you, go to payafteryoumanifest.com to apply. That's payafteryoumanifest.com. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to cassieparks.com.